0: Welcome to episode one hundred and forty-one of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson, and today's going to be a good episode, I think. You know, I think it's going to be a fun one. It's,
0: it's not even believable the way you say it.
1: No, no. Well, that's how I feel. So you know, I don't well, know. I don't know what else to tell you.
0: Uh, that's not how it sounds. That's not how.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I turn Italian or something? Yeah. Boop it a
0: you have like this, like super saccharine tone when you say that.
1: Really? Mm.
0: Yeah, really. That's well, why I I'm said it. Well,
1: I'm excited to talk about the things that we are talking about. So yeah, there's that. You know,
0: well, I can't tell because you're always making dopey faces at me. Yeah. like yeah. Oh, he's being he's being a big dope right now. Yeah,
1: just the curse of my genius. <sighs> okay. Everyone thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, so it's uh, kind of a, kind of a short one, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Only two things today. Well, I have something else review. I want to talk
1: about too. Oh, okay. I finished a uh, a series.
0: Oh, that's right. So <clears throat> oh. there's three things to talk about, but So i not quick. a very short one today. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, see, I didn't know because I wasn't in the loop. Because gener- generally, we don't review things that we didn't both watch. Well, so. I was
1: just going to mention it. I wasn't. I'm not going to do like this whole extended review about it. But I finished, um, or I'm up to date on a series, and I thought I'd just
0: okay. share my thoughts. Do you have all the information you need on
1: that series? Then sure. It's just an overarching. Over, you know, it's just the general. It's,
0: it's still nice to have the info. Okay, sure. Just saying. All right. It's it's it's. Some might say disrespectful. Oh, okay. Otherwise. Yeah. To just be like, hey, this thing, who did it? I don't know. I don't care. Who's in it? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Then why are we talking about it, sir?
1: All right. Why? I'll have that info.
0: <laughs> so, do you want to start with that then? Yeah, since, we can. Uh, we'll since just... since. Since you don't really care to talk about it, do you want to... I'm sure, I'm sure the creators would love to be like, it was mentioned on a podcast in passing, but they didn't really want to commit to it. Yeah, <laughs> That's what we hoped when we created was like five seasons of something. Yeah. I hope that people mention it on a podcast, but don't actually really get into it.
1: Yeah. Well, the show I'm talking about is The Expanse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been hearing about this show for years, about how amazing it is, but I... Just never was like...
0: I thought it came out, like, last year.
1: It's been five seasons, so do the Clearly. math. Clearly. You know.
0: But I'm telling you that I thought it oh. came out last year.
1: I've been just hearing about down. it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> for a Someone's while. they their
0: panties in a bunch and, today. And um,
1: the... Um, I don't know. There was just something about it. I was like, eh, I don't... I don't I'm not really... Finally, I don't know I'll... why.
0: It's, like, all the stupid things you love.
1: I know, right? <laughs> so this was um, created... By Ty Frank, Mark Fergus, and Daniel Abra- Abraham are kind of like the 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 main mm-hmm. people because the the thing about the show that I found out later because I was like this is this is definitely a books I didn't know anything. It's based on a book series, as most things are. But um, the thing with this is the the people that created the book are also in charge of the show, mm. <clears throat> so which I think is really great because then they have the the source material to pull from much more easily Mm -hmm. and, and they can be, they can remain true to it. And I think it's, I've haven't read the books, but I feel like it's so well done that I don't, I I can't, I haven't heard any backlash online about how it doesn't follow the books or, you know, it changes a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, that probably has to do a lot with the, um, the uh, you know, the way that it's, it's, it's made with, you know, the, the work, you know, the, the the producers being the, right. So, um, it stars, ma- I mean, there's people that come in and out, but the main stars are Stephen Strait, who's also a producer, Dominique Tipper, Wes Chatham, oh, I don't even know how to say her name. What do you say? Sure, it's, it's a tough one. That
0: oh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I think it's Sheree Adashlu.
1: Yeah, she's a... You,
0: you know her when you hear her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cassie Anvar, uh, Frank, Frankie Adams, Carrot G, Thomas Jane, um... John Doyle. I mean, the cast comes in. And, you know, there's people that come in for a couple seasons and now yeah. Jared Harris is in it. And Nadine Nicole. Anyway, so <clears throat> I loved the show. You know, it does take a little while to get going because it. It. One of the things that I like about it is that it sets this stage. You know, it's 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 like Game of Thrones in the way that it sets up this chessboard, mm-hmm. and then everything starts to like come together, and then the story kind of unfolds, which is really. Uh, really interesting and um, yeah I don't know like the, some of the concepts that they bring up are interesting sci-fi concepts you know um, and it looks really nice you know the visual effects are, are really high quality the, the the cinematography is really nice um, the world building's nice <clears throat> I feel like in the earlier seasons we're dealing with um, you can see the shift I know that they shifted cameras at some point mm. I think after season one they went from Red to Ari and um, but like as it gets better with each season, in my opinion, and I feel like that's very rare. Yeah. And um, even the quality of of the cinematography is as it gets as it goes on. A lot of that's lent to the environments they use because you can only make you know once you have a look of a ship, you're in a ship, and like that's that. Pretty you know? much, yeah. But uh, as they you know are on some planets and and in different environments, it it they do uh, just looks really good, and the aesthetic of the uh, um, kind of like alien technologies and stuff are are really really interesting. I don't know, it's just a great show. I feel
0: like they showed. Ver- I mean, I didn't. I was present. <clears throat> I was barely present for this show. I mean, I was physically there for every episode, but I I wasn't really following the story. Um, I recently discovered an uh, a, a phone game that has. Become an obsession, so okay. I'd say that I pretty much played that game through every episode five seasons okay. <laughs> so i didn't uh, I, I didn't pay as much attention as as uh, as you did, obviously. Um, but I do remember um, having the luck to happen to look up during these explosion implosion sleep. I don't know if it would be an explosion or an implosion because you're in space. Like, I don't know what would really be happening there, but I got to witness those, uh, just accidentally. Sure. And was like, Oh, uh, that was graphic. Yeah. And, um, unexpected because prior to that, I guess like the tone of it really didn't lend to them really going that route, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I think they did it twice. Maybe like three times, but there was two like major yeah. uh Yeah. It's <laughs> the best way to explain it. Just that sound, a wet fart sound. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell just happened? Um and, and noticeable it was noticeable because it uh it was done well. Yeah. And I am assuming probably took a lot of work, which is why they didn't do it a lot. Yeah, because I thought, why isn't that happening to a lot of people more often? Then, mm-hmm. uh, but then it's like, okay, that that probably took forever, well, and so
1: yeah. Uh, and they could, but I feel like because you use it sparingly, it it's much yeah, there's, more.
0: Yeah, there is that too. But yeah. I think that if I, I have a hard time believing that they wouldn't have done that more
1: mm. uh,
0: if if it wasn't like, okay, this is gonna this this is gonna this is gonna take a while because they did it like with kind of minor characters. Uh you know they weren't yeah. like super important people so it was just kind of like oh okay um yeah i i can't really speak too much about it i mean there were things that that i kind of would pay attention to in certain episodes i watched more um i appreciate so i appreciated that with the main character they sort of they just let her be um and the specific scene when she exits the ship was Uh, done quite well although I wasn't sure why she didn't freeze but the other guy did because they were in the same atmosphere Mm -hmm. so I'm like why did it take so long for her and not him I mean it's a show whatever yeah we can nitpick and say like why Mm -hmm. isn't their hair floating and yeah yeah well you know because water floats and stuff like that so um they there were a couple times that I felt like they didn't want characters crying because they would have to deal yeah, with the tears, the tears, but you would see them well up. And then mm-hmm. in one character specifically, her tears were obviously um, messed with because yeah. like no one's eyes tear up that well. Yeah. Uh, so it was done impressively where it was like, yeah. oh, I could see where they didn't want her to full blown cry. G, yeah. Yeah. So they did not want a full blown cry because then they're going to have to do those tears are going to have to now go into the environment. But if they keep it in her eye, then it was probably easier to do. But it, it still looked really good. Um, <clears throat> my only gripe with these types of sci-fi shows and films and series and things is that I don't understand where the priority is. Like, so they they eat basically like weird synthetic fake food. I'm assuming it tastes like vegan food. Right. And it's like fake everything because they can't have things there although they do have like some like uh i I think they do like hydroponics or something like that um but like where is hair and makeup a priority in this world so like Mm. the world is crumbling around you yeah you're at war 24 7 but like dude's fade was good through five seasons like the part hair is gelled Women had some had excessive eye makeup on, like mm-hmm. you know, um, n- not even like fashion, but like you know, to really just black out their eyes to make them look more yeah. sinister, and uh, you know, mascara, and <laughs> and now for the like for I think Show I want to say her name. I'm gonna I'm, I probably killed her name. Mm. Um, uh, she, she sounds like she smokes a pack of cigarettes a day Mm -hmm. um you know her voice and you hear her like her i can understand because she's an elite yeah so it's like okay well she would be all decked to the nine and you know like that but the other characters i was like is this really something they get up and do in the morning like they do their hair yeah like this this well i did notice a lot of like so women's hair was pulled back a lot i'm assuming that was probably because of
1: Zero G. Yeah, they the don't want to to they didn't it. want to have to deal with like, space-friendly why is, hair. Why
0: isn't her braid floating, yeah. or why, you know, whatever? Plus, I,
1: I would think that. I mean, look, even if you have shorter hair, like the guys, that would still be affected by being in space. Right. But, so that's
0: why they were so gelled and yeah, styled. But I'm like, it was so like, I don't know. I would have been like every guy in the show. You're shaving your head. Let's say they're space lice. Okay, it's like aliens. Yeah. Pretend it's like. Nostromo and, you know, uh, we can't have hair. (laughs) Ladies, everyone's going to have tight braids tucked in everyone's hair. I don't want to have to deal with hair. But the fact that it was styled. I would think if you were
1: in space that that would be the case. You wouldn't want your hair flying all over the place. No, you wouldn't.
0: Exactly. But, I mean, for the guys, it was just kind of like who is getting up? Like, who is providing the fade on this guy?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where's the ship
1: Well, it's the future. I'm, I'm sure there's, they could probably just walk through. Like, a, like, like Jetsons. the Jetsons? Yeah, just walking through. <laughs> and you get up and then you're showered and, and trimmed, ready to go to war. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, anyway, I, I if you're, that was nitpicky if you're me, at it. all a sci-fi fan, you've probably seen it already. But if you haven't, I would highly recommend checking it out Um there's five seasons on Amazon, and I think they're doing a they're doing a sixth, and that may be the last one. Although the books, there's three more books after the sixth series, they so really stop. It's enough. I, I know that they're at least pausing after the sixth season. I, I don't know what they're doing for the last three books. If they're gonna do movies, or if they're just not gonna do them, or whatever, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think especially when you have hour long episodes, there should be like a cap on seasons, because then it just starts to get like all oh, right. I know. Um, oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to mention this. I don't know who is in charge of the accents. Yeah. I, obviously, we didn't read the the books, so we don't know what's going on, where they're supposed to be from. They're like some from some weird, like Jamaican space it's camp. It's like
1: if Jar Jar Binks was born in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Yeah.
0: It's exactly. That was what I had said I when say, I when I was listening to them. And it was inconsistent. So it was like...
1: Well, that's I'm, the thing is I, I thought about that, right? Because I, I felt the same way at first. I'm like, this is whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, you have this accent. And whether you love it or hate it, I really appreciate the... Hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciated the thought that went into it, right? Because, you know, there's that. But then you would have... One of the things that's always annoying is like when you have... And Star Wars does this, and I hate it. But when you have planets and everybody on that planet... Sounds the same, looks the same, does the same stuff. You know, if it's like a water planet or a fucking, you know, fire planet or whatever, a sun. Um, And and so what was interesting that I thought about after the fact is like, yeah, you have this unusual accent because it's from, you know, they're born on a belt, uh, asteroid belt. But not everybody on that belt's accent is going to be the same. There's going to be variations because you're going to have people that moved there from Earth, and then they have maybe an accent from um, India, and then it kind of then it kind of as they grew as they started having Adapt. kids, yeah. yeah. So I appreciated that. Um, some people love it, some people hate it. I'm kind of like I could have done without it, but I appreciate the effort. Did other
0: people comment on it?
1: I haven't really seen too much. of I a just thing it was the it.
0: first thing that I heard because only because they picked an a- they were so so clearly going for a specific accent that just didn't work mm. and i felt like where was the dialect coach like where was brad pitt's dialect coach from uh joe black cuz yeah. for a white dude like he he kind of nailed his accent in that in that one scene and it's like okay this is doable it's not it's a t- it's a difficult accent so that's why i thought like why would you pick like this sort of like West Indian kind of Jamaican sounding Jar Jar Binks thing yeah. because some people it was okay. Then you had like the weird like guy from Dallas. I don't know where, what planet or where he was he supposed to be coming from, but he was like shit kicker. He was the only shit kicker on the show. So yeah. I'm like, was he like the last Southerner to ever exist in space? I don't know. Um, and then you had the main character who very, very obviously started out British, yeah, and then somehow went to the Jar Jar Jamaican.
1: Well, she you by know, the end of it, yeah, and I was like,
0: like, "What's going on?" I equate on? that with
1: like city people. If you have like a city accent, and then you come up and you live in the suburbs, it's and you go back to the city, that, and you kind of get no, lose that accent and no, gain it when you talk you to your friends. Sort of thing. You lose it in
0: five seconds. Like you'd have to be chilling with people for a couple weeks, and then it's like, yeah, a certain word here and there comes out. You know, if I'm if I'm talking to some, like I don't have a very strong. New York accent for a Queens girl but people that aren't from New York or or from like middle America I sound very New York to them but to a a New Yorker New Yorker I don't talk like that Uh, but I can if I'm imitating that was never natural for me certain words yeah Yeah. you say but just like a straight conversation I didn't do I just found it kind of I just found it really distracting because I was just like I took it as like
1: She lost that accent, and her British accent was just her, you know, accent. It was just the way she talked. But then when she would talk to— But
0: why was she British? Nobody else was British. I don't know. <laughs> How could only one person be British in space? That's what I don't get. Like, was she from Earth originally? I don't or was think was she so. a Martian or whatever the hell? She
1: was a Belter, so—
0: Okay, so how the hell are belters British same thing as Star Wars? Like how do people in Star you Wars get to their s- accents?
1: suspend your disbelief for a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, come on.
0: I can't. You look either either we gotta either you drop the hair and makeup in space or we explain the accents. I mean you can't have both. You no. can't just throw both of those at me. Um anyway, though the it it was enough to, to actually kind of take me out because once I started oh. to hear them talk in the beginning, I was like, I can't I can't deal with that. Yeah. Um but I mean, it was entertaining to be present for. I guess there were aspects of it, but it, it just wasn't quite my thing. Yeah, it felt like a like a, a like a an amped up teen teen graphic novel yeah show thing yeah sort of. Okay, so um, a couple months ago, when we decided to get Showtime to watch one show, we were then trying to justify keeping Showtime mm-hmm. and Showtime. I just want you to know, you are not holding my interest (laughs) so far you are skating on thin Thin ice ice. my friends because you're not really offering me much of anything that i either a couldn't get somewhere else that i already have and can get more things on or just really don't care to see but um we still have it and the reason why i kind of kept it around was because initially when we got the app or whatever right there on the front page was brian cranston and i don't understand how you couldn't be interested in brian cranston right so i was like all right this looks interesting but it was still uh live i guess
1: yeah week to week and it wasn't done
0: we just don't we don't fly with the week to week it really pisses us off
1: yeah (laughs) although there are some shows that we i have to do it for like well, Wanda yes. Vision. Otherwise, yes, you know, there's it's things get spoiled.
0: that that you must do. But this is a show that I'm like, I can wait until this is done. I don't know why I thought that we. I don't. You know, it's like, have we ever met us? Why wouldn't we binge through it and be done immediately? But there was other stuff to watch. I was like, oh, we'll just start the first episode, see if we like the show, and then if we do, we'll continue and jump on. If not, we'll just cancel the subscription or whatever the hell. Um, so of course we watched the first episode and we're like, put the second one on. So we watched the second one and we're like, put the third one on. Yeah. <laughs> so by I don't know, a couple hours later, we were now caught up yeah. and angry because it was like, shit, <laughs> now we gotta go week to week. Yeah. So I think the last three episodes, we went week to week. Yeah. We watched every we watched the, you know, first however many all in one shot. Um so so this show uh obviously is starring Brian Cranston Doy, and so it's
1: just uh, I just want to hang out with yeah. Brian Cranston and like be friends like is that such like a
0: well, you also want to do that with Bruce Campbell. You have a lot of yeah. uh, people that you just want to chill with um <laughs> like, what's that the... would be an interesting dinner date, yeah Bruce Cranston.
1: Campbell
0: <laughs> 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 Brian Cranston. so the director is uh uh hello would help if I have that here. Yeah. Um, so the uh, – oh, my God. It's a Shia. So the director, I'm assuming there's several because they yeah. usually are. So Clark Johnson, Edward Berger, Eva Sarhog. Oh, and then Bryan Cranston did one as well. Oh yeah. So obviously starring Cranston. Uh, Hunter Duhin, Hope Davis, Michael Stolbarg, Tony Curran, Lily Kay, Carmen Ijogo, Iyogo? Iyogo? it's to yoga. Isaiah Whitlock Jr who f- will forever be the guy in 25th hour that goes shh. <laughs> Every time I see him I th- I, I say that to myself. Shh. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, shit, it's in this." <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm sure
1: he loves um, that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he loves that. Uh Amy landecker Jimmy Stanton, um Jock McKissick there were so many people in this and and people that that were recurring characters it yeah, wasn't yeah. like oh there's a lot of people that show up once there's just there was very big cast a uh, very big cast in this and um so uh peter Moffat and uh, shlomo mazeya moshaya shlomo mosaya
1: mm-hmm.
0: and ron ninio were the main writers right I think there were a couple others but they were uh present for all for all 10 episodes <clears throat> um so I don't know I like I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna love that it's Brian Cranston because I love Brian C- Cranston but I don't know why going in I felt like oh this may be like over the top a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know like it just may <clears throat> be a little bit too much or well,
1: whatever I, I, based on the uh the I don't think I don't think I saw a trailer for no, this. You didn't. but I uh going in I felt like oh this is probably going to be very much like a a uh, uh, cable network yeah, show, like generic, yeah, yeah, that's what
0: I was thinking. Like it's going to be like you know your typical over the top generic show, yeah. and like the gangs are going to be super gangy, yeah. and the cops are going to be super copy. Um, but it was, I mean, it, there was a little bit of that, uh, especially with, with the the mob, the mob guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, he his character and his like right hand. First of all, I swore that they were supposed to be Italian, but they weren't. <laughs> so. Uh, I guess they were Irish, but there was, like, nothing about that guy <laughs> yeah. that seemed Irish to me, the main uh, bad guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they run – they're in uh, New Orleans.
1: Yes, yeah. something like
0: that. They're in New Orleans. And so, like, he's runs his mob and he kind of runs the city in his way and has cops, dirty cops and yeah. this and that. you know, your very typical kind of storyline with that. Um, so his character was a bit much to me. But it it wasn't, like, distracting, but it was just, like, I could have taken that, like, just a couple notches down. He would have been more intimidating. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, He seemed almost a cartoony. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So so. I I didn't care for that character too much, but, like, that was the only thing. Everyone else did, you know, really good job, and um, I really liked the story. And so, yeah, like, after the the first episode, I didn't think I was going to be that invested Mm. so quickly. And, I mean, kind of from the first episode, shit goes down, and you're like, oh, God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sets the stakes up really well. And um, it's like that thing where you're like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. It keeps – it keeps escalating. Yeah. Well, um, there's an accident. Yeah. I mean, we
0: tend to spoil things. That's usually why we're reviewing them, so that we can kind of go into detail. But there's an accident in the first episode that's done really well. Hmm. Um, and you know, there's a leg turning in a way that a leg ought not be turning. Yeah. And you're like, that's an ouchie. I don't know if we could fix that. We could probably but the, fix that. The thing that's
1: that was that I appreciated about it was that like it was an accident. Yes. You know what I mean? There. Usually, you want to have like usually in a, in a scenario like this, a show would be like somebody would definitely be at fault, mm-hmm. and then you know then you're trying to raise the stakes that way, but what was interesting to me anyway was that it was it was an act it was a true accident nobody mm-hmm. was necessarily at fault right you know and so I appreciate it's a small detail, but I appreciate it well I that. think
0: they were kind of both equally at fault sure, it was yeah. like one of those things that's like yeah th- this sucks and it happened and um <clears throat> but considering the people that were involved, it couldn't be presented as such because they would really have not wanted to hear that argument. Yeah. Uh, They're a vengeful vengeful folk, if you will. So, um, I mean, it's, let's see, it's, it's typical in the way that Cranston's character just kind of like, I'm like, I already know that every episode is going to be another bad decision. Like it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. I have never been in that situation, nor will I ever because I am neither a judge or in New Orleans. I don't know yeah. how I would handle, yeah. you know, living there and, and and being a judge and having to deal with this, uh, you know, morality, this conundrum of morality. And yeah. But, you know, yeah, there were times that you were like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, how could you yeah, make yeah. so many bad decisions in a five minute period? <laughs> like, what are you thinking? But you know, I get it. It's a drama, so they they have to they have to add that that uh, that sort of extra coding. Yeah, it's just your 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 run of the mill drama is not going to do it. There has to be like this this sheen that goes over everything. Yeah. That's well, you gotta, gotta borderline keep unrealistic. The yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was you know really good show. We saw that the last episode was coming, and we were like, you had specifically said, "There's no way this is going to get." like tied up and finished like there has to be a season two and I remember seeing that I thought it was just a limited series so I was like no I'm pretty sure this is the last episode Mm -hmm. and you were like how on earth are they going to be able to tie this up in one episode it doesn't make any sense then they went a route that neither of us saw coming and usually I you know I've said this before I ruin shows and films because i'm like fine tooth combing everything and then i ruin it because i'm like oh i think i know what they're gonna do i didn't see that shit coming yeah i just i i didn't know where they were going i thought like i found it strange that things seemed to be going kind of well sort of well you know and i was just like really they're gonna so that one's just gonna and you're gonna let that go and uh, all right and then what yeah at the because here's what they do they set you up at the end where you think you know how it's going to end. Because mm. I immediately was like, oh, okay, the this kid. bait and switch. Yeah, it was a total bait and switch. I was like, this kid, he's going to get a gun. He's going to seek revenge. The other one just got off, but he didn't because he's going to die. And then you're like, oh, that I didn't see coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they're like, click the end, shows yeah. over. And you're like, what? Which I love, which it's I'm bold. sure people yeah. were like what the fuck, because they didn't get their closure yeah. and they wanted to see what happened afterwards in their lives. I didn't. I loved that it was just like they essentially spat in your face and just walked away yeah. <laughs> and you're just left like, oh, okay, okay.
1: But I felt like there was, um, I don't feel like they did it just for the sake of of having a, that moment, you know, of like, let's shock everyone by doing this. I feel like that it made sense within the confines of the story and-
0: I mean, it was it was a little ironic, right? It was a little ironic. It was like, it was, what are the chances that yeah, yeah. that that's the person? A that little would bit, affected, but I mean, no more
1: but, than any other show. But I feel no. like it was um it was a bold choice, and I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah, it just uh, I I yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, why are we I, we've spoiled things before? So I don't know what we're holding back on. I mean, you know, watch. Well, show, I don't, I don't
1: feel show. like this is uh, the type of show that a lot of people have seen, so I think they would benefit from not being spoiled because who, right. who the hell has Showtime? <laughs> you know
0: clearly not sponsored by showtime
1: yeah today. but if you if you don't which you probably don't i would recommend doing the free 7-day trial and lasting yeah for that this show yeah it's show. it's
0: it's definitely a good show and and i i definitely recommend it i i liked it way more than i thought i was going to mm-hmm. um you know set design cinematography was really good it's just a really good show mm-hmm. i liked it a lot um <clears throat> so okay all right next okay all right now we can okay so i I had seen the trailer for Little Fish last year mm-hmm. and I actually didn't finish watching the trailer because I was like halfway through and I went, yes. Yeah. And then I just clicked it and I was like, I don't want to watch the rest of this because I already to... know too much yeah. because it wasn't a secret. It wasn't intended to be a secret, but I already didn't want to know that. Yes. So I was like, the OK, best. I was like, shit, I already know that. Um, realistically I could have watched the whole trailer because I, it was already, yeah. it, it was given away, but I saw it and I was like, I'm going to want to see that. And so I marked it. And like everything else, I forgot about it because I, I, I think there's probably at least one or two films per day that I will throw in a queue somewhere, yeah. either on Letterbox. On YouTube, in a folder, uh, like somewhere. Yeah. There's, there, I have so many lists of films everywhere. And so I kind of was like, oh, I forgot about it. And then it popped up on Prime and I was like, holy shit. So we rented it. Yeah. We had to rent it. I was okay with it because my gut was like, this is going to be worth it. And it's yeah. like seven bucks. It's not, you know, a blockbuster, like yeah. $20 film or something like that. It's a $7 film. It is worth all $7. Yeah. I would have paid $10 for that. Actually, it's worth a $20 if I – if like –
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Like this – it was worth it. It was okay. – Although
1: if it was $20, you never would have rented it. Probably not. It. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I But it looked really intriguing to me and I was just like this is – I have a feeling this is going to be a really good film. So uh, Little Fish – is uh it's directed by um chad Hardigan. i did reach out to chad Hardigan, hoping to get him on the show mind you we watched this yesterday so he may still answer but if he doesn't i don't want to wait several weeks to talk about this because it is out now and um it did just come out i think like a couple weeks ago two weeks ago maybe so uh if he if he does respond i have a hundred questions so it does even after today i could still talk about this film again so um it stars Olivia Cook. Mostly it stars the two main characters are Olivia Cook and Jack O'Connell. Um, and then there's two other characters, Raul Castillo and Soko, who play their friends. They're not really in it for, for too much of yeah. the film. Um, however, the the short time that Raul Castillo's on screen is so impactful. He didn't yeah. really even need to be a main character to be memorable. Yeah. Uh, so this this was a short story that had been written by Aya Gavell. I want to say it's, uh-huh. that's how you pronounce A-J-A. So I want to say yeah. it's Aya. Um, and so that's intriguing to me. I have also reached out to her mm-hmm. because I want to know, like, how did this, so you wrote this short because then um, it was, the, the screenplay was written by Mattson Tomlin. Mm-hmm. So she wrote the short but she didn't write the screenplay for this. So yeah. I'm like, ooh, ooh, but that was still a concept that yeah, originally yeah. came from her. So I'm I'm kind of like, I mean, I would love to talk to both of them, but I'm just yeah. like how, you know, how did this come about? Um I I didn't read very much about it. You know, usually we go into the the depths of like the director and all of this other stuff. I did uh I did see a couple reviews and I was kind of shocked by a bunch of people that didn't like it. Mm. And then of course, a whole bunch of people that kept tying this to COVID, which like, right. first of all, if you're into film or even, you don't even have to be a filmmaker, but if you're into film, then you should know just about how long a film takes yeah. to make. How on earth, yeah. if COVID really started becoming an issue, a year ago. less than a year ago, it hasn't quite, because we was like mid-March where it kind of yeah. hit us here. So how the hell was this written Pre-production, casting, yeah. filmed, edited, finalized in less than a year. Like there's no, you know, this 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 was, I remember reading about this in 2019 and then seeing the trailer last year. So yeah. no. So even though I, I didn't read up on the director, I will say that no, this was not inspired by COVID. Yeah. This was a concept that existed before COVID as many others have. There have been lots of pandemic type scripts, you know, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the pandemic. Yeah. Which is unfortunate for the filmmakers yeah and I thought oh shit
1: <laughs> like, yeah but it's. I don't not, know if they're like it's...
0: oh man because this so many people were writing like oh because of COVID they wrote this like no they didn't just count on your fingers people that's not possible and and then you know tearing things apart about it that I, I, I mean look to each his own you know I, I every thing, a film is subjective and you like something you don't like something but this is easily going to be one of the top 10 films this year. And we are in February
1: Yeah, still. Yeah. I might even put it in the top five. There's literally nothing bad I can say about this film. It's so good and poignant and like heartbreaking and it looks really nice. And the performances are great. That I mean, it, there's just, it's like, I don't know. I, there's nothing bad I can say about it. it. It's just like, so such a good film. It's like the best film I've seen in a really long time. And, yeah. um, I love when filmmakers or films tell a story about a a big scope thing mm-hmm. on the small, in, in a small scale, you know what I mean? Like, you have this virus that's taking over the world, let's say, and uh, you're telling how that affects this specific couple. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that stuff because it's, it's you know, most films or blockbusters and stuff want to show you how the whole world is reacting. Then you have, you follow the character who solves the problem and blah, 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 and whatever. But like this, keeping it, keeping the scope to what it was kept to, um, I don't know, is so much more impactful. And and I I love that decision. And I don't know, this film is just so good. Like,
0: Here's what I would, I I didn't, again, like I said, I didn't look look up very much about this film. So I don't know if the short is available, if it was just a short screenplay, or if they actually Mm -hmm. made the short, I don't know. Um, But I would have a very hard time believing that this perhaps was not at some point because look scripts they change and they adapt Mm -hmm. right sometimes you you're going for one genre and you kind of wind up going in another that's happened to me I've written a film thinking that it has more of a dramatic feel but then it kind of goes in more of a thriller type you know the story just starts moving but I would be really surprised if they said that this did not it wasn't intended to be a site like more of a sci-fi film Mm. That it was intended? That it wasn't. I'd be surprised if they said it wasn't intended because it felt felt like a sci-fi, but it was a drama. It was a love story. Mm -hmm. So where a lot of times you have a sci-fi that's sort of peppered, with a love story, this was the other way around where it was like a love story that was kind of peppered with this sci-fi aspect.
1: Yeah. But to very, it. not even like, not sci-fi, not typical sci-fi, just sci-fi in that.
0: There's no such thing, yeah, but there's no such thing as typical sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi is, you know, there's there's all categories of sci-fi and and that's why I say like it, it had, it definitely has that feeling and that's why I really hope to be able to speak to the director or to one of the writers because I, I would be interested to know if this had at one point had a different feel to it that then went in another direction because I feel like it got, it was glazed over. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but it was just kind of like, yeah, there's this, you know, anything that has to do with like pandemics, especially a neurological pandemic is definitely sci-fi to me. Right. Because there's no such thing as like a medical, that's not a genre. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. What is it? It's a medical genre, like contagion. It's It's a a medical drama. It's a medical genre like it's not it's it's a drama but anytime you add a medical aspect to something especially on a grand scale like that it's a sci-fi yeah and so i would i just loved that i loved that i felt like i was kind of watching a sci-fi film but i wasn't distracted by the fact that it was a sci-fi film i wasn't waiting for aliens or like you know for a huge like clear bubble tents to pop up yeah, and, yeah. you know, people to start marching down the street and, you know, it, it felt very realistic and yeah. it felt doable. And <clears throat> what I appreciated also was that it is a, it is very obviously a love story, but um, they, and I don't know if this was intentional, but they avoided the very typical sex scene that you would normally get yeah. in that. And I think, and I feel like they went. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm guessing here, but there's um, what the hell is that term? I don't know. Um, it uh um, it's like tactile. Yeah. Sensory. Mm-hmm. Ha- haptic. Yeah. Haptic. Yeah. Memory. Mm-hmm. And because there's a scene where they're like touching each other. Yeah. Uh, not like in a filthy way. Yeah. Get your minds out of the gutter. But there's just like this very intimate moment, and I feel like they focused on that a lot. So yeah. I feel like instead of having your very typical sex scene they use like this haptic memory mm-hmm. to sort of that he would remember her through touch
1: yeah kind yeah, of yeah. thing
0: because that I mean that I don't know a whole lot about it but I know you know a, a little bit and like that it's like when when a memory is triggered by touch yeah I'm pretty sure it's called haptic memory or haptic yeah. something um, and That's, so that I really yeah, the film the
1: film does um, this beautiful job of having the having moments. Mm. So like there's moments when you realize this person forgot something, and there's no big music cue or anything like that, but there's just the way that the actors react and the way the scene plays out that it's just so impactful and it just really hits you. And and all it is is somebody just literally saying something in the in the mm. in the in the me, just in the middle of a conversation and they'll say something which shows that they forgot something and then the characters react and you're and and it's just so impactful and I appreciated the how these subtle moments are so huge. Yep. You know what I mean? And I I, I loved that. And there was a, a quite a few of them throughout. And then um, it really forced you to pay attention. And and I don't know, man, it was just so good.
0: Here's what... So good. Here's what they did so well also is that it's, it is very clearly a heartbreaking film. Yeah. But it's like I didn't want to cut my wrist at the end of it. It yeah. was like there was this... There was this glimmer of hope, and so it wasn't. It wasn't just straight ten bars of misery,
1: right? right you know, right.
0: it was like it had these lighthearted moments. But Raúl Castillo's character, like
1: he made you want to slit your throat. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> I just like I felt, and here, here's why: is because the premise for it. I mean, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so anything's freaking possible, and and uh, there have been several several cases of people developing permanent neurological damage from covid people that got hit really hard from it so it's not really that far-fetched if you really think about mm-hmm. it but you know they did go the very movie route of it it's like here's another thing they don't really explain how this happens yeah we don't really know what causes it in your typical kind of sci-fi film the focus they would have there would have been like a 20 minute block of time where they just obsessed and focused on how you got it how they treated it, yeah. how they think it happened. This is the size needle that you would use. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they would get into such detail yeah. about this disease and 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 the contagion of it. They didn't do that here. Here it was just like we're we're jumping in when it already exists, and they don't know. We don't yeah. know
1: because it's, it's very it,
0: much like COVID. Like yeah. in the beginning of like we don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a and thing it, that and happens.
1: It's, and yeah, and that's the part of it that I love is being from the perspective of this couple, and they probably wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, unless if if the news didn't tell them, then they wouldn't know, you know, and we're not in the we're not on the side of it of the scientists and, the you know. Yeah,
0: it's it's from the perspective of this couple and and they and and the writer and director, they focused very much on that, which I appreciated. It wasn't, you know, I I didn't feel like I like I was, uh, you know, having this spelled out in such detail. Yeah. And I liked the I liked that uh, that sort of. I don't know just that that element of surprise that you're just like is it in their food is it in the air is it was it a medication like what was it yeah. like what did it um there was a scene also on a boat yeah you know that was done really well yep uh, where you know you kind of start seeing the just the decline of spe- you know specific people and and how they're taking it and how how they're handling it rather but back to Raul Castillo like just watching Watching that decline of him as a bass player and losing the ability to remember his own bass lines and his own songs. And he's with his, I think, girlfriend. I don't think they were married. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and losing that they have this connection with music together. And just, just the, the complete expression of disappointment and heartache on, on his face Yeah, when he realizes like this one thing that I love so much I can't even remember how to do it. Yeah. And then there's the scene with the knife. Yeah. Um, and the way they filmed that, because it, there, it wasn't like there was a phone call that came. We were like in the scene where they're already running up the yeah, stairs yeah. and it's just really frantic moment. And the girlfriend comes out, Soko, I think is the actor, the actress name. Um, her reaction is so guttural, you yeah. know, what? having, being attacked by somebody that you love because they don't fucking recognize you in that yeah. moment. And... And this is why it's so scary because it's like it's not really this. Is, this is this is actual day to day life for people that are suffering from dementia, and people that are yeah. suffering from Alzheimer's. Like this is what their life is like. They wake up, they look at somebody, they have no idea who they are. Yeah, and they may remember in a couple of minutes, but. You know, every day it's like, what am I not going to remember today? There were so many points in this movie that had me like, I'm not gonna say the edge of my seat, but just I was like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Just when you thought you were gonna get comfortable, some fucked up thing would happen that you yeah. were like, Yeah, that's right. Cause this, even though they're having a lighthearted moment, this is a shit situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, when he gets he knocks on the door because he couldn't remember which door yeah. was his. I yeah. was like, "Oh my, cuz that's the first thing I I always thought to myself when you see they do this in movies a lot with memory loss, right? Where they write names on stuff. Yeah. But how do I remember to look behind that photo? Right. How would I know to look in my pocket for a book that says where I live? Yeah. You know, because if your memory's that far gone, you don't even know that you have that book or that you have a tattoo or that, yeah, you know, yeah. you wouldn't know that. Um, and that's so freaking terrifying. And, um, you know, the, I, I really didn't think that they were going to go through with the procedure because he does mention it. Because mm-hmm. uh, well, they, they mentioned it. There was like this foreshadowing where other people were doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they're not going to fucking do that. And then I thought she's crazy because she'll lose her license. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but the world's falling apart. So I don't know how long yeah. she needs her license for. Who knows? But, um, you know, that scene was very intense. Um, and, but not overly done, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, they, they attempted this. So my only, it's not a gripe. It's not, I can't even say it's a gripe, but because I, like I can't under I can't understand on a writer's perspective how you could have worked around it. So it's just more an observation. But watching, having already watched the trailer, I already knew because the trailer already tells you that it's a memory that there's memory loss. Mm-hmm. You went in not even knowing that. I'm kind mm-hmm. of jealous that you got to watch that without even knowing that there was memory loss.
1: Yeah.
0: So the film opens with a scene that to me was very clearly foreshadowing and was the end. Yeah. I picked up on that right away. I don't think it was supposed to be a secret, but there was a part of me that wished I hadn't seen that scene because it. then when you got to the end, I was like, I knew it already. Yeah. And there, there was a part of me that wasn't sure though. So I was like 80% sure that when the opus, when I was watching the opening, opening scene, I was like, this is going to be the last scene. Yeah. Maybe not. And then they met again. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, for sure then, yeah, because yeah. they seem to be meeting for the first time in the opening scene. And then they're actually meeting for the first time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so that's definitely going to be where we land at the end of this. Um, So it was a little bit like I knew what was coming with that. It didn't ruin it, but I don't, what made that, what made seeing that scene in its entirety at the end so impactful was that we started with it. Yeah. So I wouldn't say like, oh, it ruined it and they shouldn't have done it. I just, cause I don't know how you would have, how would you have done that without foreshadowing? Like you would have had to have that scene in there. For
1: me, you know, once they were, once they were on that, in that, location i knew but yeah. like playing it out at the beginning you know i took it as like they sort of met passing by and then they actually met oh, later you, you know what i mean okay. yeah so it wasn't i didn't see that as foreshadowing at the moment because i didn't i had no clue that the movie was even about memory loss so i had to, you know I, I went okay so that's
0: probably yeah because okay so knowing that i knew the story that that scene was kind of that it told more of a story for me than it yeah. did for you because you didn't know okay see i just uh, I just wish I hadn't. But That's then if I
1: had, not watch, But then you'd never. Would know. I know about this yeah. film
0: though? You know, I, I I knew about the film because the trailer popped up. So yeah. it's like I I would have never watched this film if I hadn't. Seen, well, I mean, not not never. I, we do like Olivia Cook, and we tend to watch a lot of her stuff. But um, here's another thing: I don't like Olivia Cook British. Yeah. Because she always plays an American, so when she has a British accent. I'm like, yeah. what is that about?
1: It's I feel really like her weird. and Tom Holland never get to talk in their native tongue. No. They're always playing Americans. Um, um,
0: Also, uh, God, what the hell was his name? O'Connell? Yeah.
1: Jack O'Connell, was it?
0: Um, Yeah, he plays an American. This is the third thing I've seen him in that he doesn't have a British accent. He was in um, Unbroken. That was the first Mm -hmm. time I'd seen him. And then he was in that movie that we actually never reviewed where he was the boxer
1: Oh yeah, that's with, right. With
0: Hunt, was it Charlie Hunnam? Hun, yeah, hun, yeah. Hun, yeah. In in that. Yeah. Uh, and he plays. And in, first of all, he's brilliant. Yeah. At that accent, and I I said this to you yesterday. As a girl from New York, when I hear a New York accent, like a strong New York accent, and they're not in New York. No. But he has like this very like city boy accent. When I hear that, and it's and it's authenticity, I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Because yeah. I heard it growing up my whole life. And I'm like, God, I hate that. But when a Brit or any foreigner is good at that accent, I'm like, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't t- yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. it he just, he does that accent so well.
1: Hmm. He's probably like, wait, so she gets to be Brit and I, oh, and yeah. yeah.
0: what the hell? What's going on? Um, I think she might, she, I, I always think she's been if more that's... stuff. So she's,
1: yeah. she she's due. She's like, look, listen, I'm sick of, playing America, you know, <laughs> just want to. Talk normal. Um, I always wonder if it's harder as an actor if you're in a scene with somebody who has who speaks who's who has. I don't want to say that they have an accent because to them this is obviously not an accent. Yeah. It's just how they talk. But if she's using her normal voice and then he has to use an accent, if 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 that's difficult in a scene, mm. you know, because they
0: know in between takes that.
1: Well, yeah, because you're you're you speak you're, argue, you're talking or arguing or yelling or whatever the scene is with somebody who's speaking the way that you speak, you and then, get, then you're like doing. You're in the zone. I know it's that's a, your job
0: as an actor. You yeah. get in the zone, and you're like, "This person's not British. You're yeah. not British. Yeah. You're American." But I just so. gotta
1: assume it adds a, a little bit of a layer of, of difficulty. But I don't know. They're I'm pros. not an actor. They're
0: pros. They're good actors. Yeah. So it's probably like psh, whatever. I got this. Yeah. piece of cake. Um, yeah. I you know. I, I was wondering, I kept thinking to myself, like, well, this this situation's just this is just poo as it is. Uh what the fuck do you do if it happens to both of you? And, then, yeah. and it's like, oh God. Um oh, I, God. I wanted oh, to God. I wanted to know What's where that box? went. You know, like usually I'm like, that's the end, and I'm content with that being the end, and I don't know how this ends. But there's this part of me that's like, where did this relationship go? Like what happened? So they walked home that. So right after that moment, right, Yeah. does she suddenly gain her memory back? Because she, cause at the very, the, the, yeah, the, line, and flows, yeah. the line at the end was, I'm, it, this is not verbatim, but it was something along the lines of like, I was so upset the day that I met you and I don't remember why. I'm pretty sure it was very close to that. Yeah. So when she says this line, it's in the future. Yeah. So, did she never gain that memory? You know what I mean? Because yeah, he yeah. kind of went in and out. Like, he would forget things, and maybe she had been forgetting for longer than we were getting to see. You know, like maybe by the time we saw that she was losing her memory, yeah. she had already been losing it for a long time. And so she got to. And, and, and she even says that some people are like, they ease into it, and other people, it's like, like too. Raul's character, like, he just forgets yeah. immediately. And. um. Yeah. So when she said that line, I'm like, what, where is this? What is the context of this? Like, Where is she saying this? Is this a year away? Is this two months away? Did she ever remember anything else again? Like after that scene, where did she go? Was yeah. he like, hey, do you want to come back to my place? You usually don't where all your think pictures about are things are on the wall?
1: like
0: that. <laughs> I know.
1: Like in your honor.
0: I don't. I, I never, I am such a huge fan of just cutting the cord and just like, let's just cut the cord. This relationship is over. And I don't, I don't, I don't let my imagination wonder where it went, but I was so invested in these characters that I'm like, where the hell would this go for them? How long does this last? Yeah. When they're now both forgetting each other. How do you... Yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: because she was helping him, so what do you do now? Yeah. And then immediately I'm like, the dog. What's going to happen when they forget that dog's theirs? Yeah. Is is she going to wind up euthanizing her own dog? Meta moment. Oh, my Uh God. Oh, no. Would she wind up... Would Blue wind up at her shelter and then she would be euthanizing her own dog? Or would she save her own dog?
1: I don't know. It depends on how the memory loss works. Could you forget your dog but then remember your job, you know?
0: He remembered things, weird things, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Memory loss is weird like that. Yeah. It's the same as um, in in, uh, dementia and, and in Alzheimer's, the one thing. That always uh, sparks memory. No matter, it seems to be. And, and I've watched document. I watched a really good documentary on this, but I've read a couple articles that uh, the one thing that sparks the memory back that you never lose is music. Yeah. So you can forget. I
1: thought about that when everyone... they were talking about the when when we were getting into the bass player because I was like, oh, usually music and smells are like something that trigger memories.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I guess I'm. Yeah, I mean it's usually part of that the the haptic memory or whatever, but. Um, you know, I mean, they were going another route with it, but that, that was just something that I found really interesting that mm-hmm. it was like, they in, in this documentary, I forget the freaking name of it. Um, You know, these people just didn't remember anything. Yeah, Complete advanced dementia. And then they would play a song for them on headphones. And it was like, they came to life all of a sudden. One of the guys was almost like practically catatonic through most of the documentary. And then they played jazz for him and he changed. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know if that's great or incredibly sad and frightening. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, yeah. that you're just trapped in there and then, like, you hear a song and your whole life comes back. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, but if you haven't seen it, then you need to watch it.
0: Yeah. This is easily in the top of the year. Yeah. We haven't even gotten through the year yet. I'm like, that's already going to be one of the best. There's no way ever. there's going
1: to be five films that are better than this. It's just not going to happen. I
0: hope there are.
1: Well, yeah, but it's just not going to happen. No, there,
0: there won't. There probably won't, but I hope there are because yay. Because yeah. <laughs> it was really good, and I yeah. want to see more stuff like that. Um, I just, this movie sat with me. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yep. I really, 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 this is like up with, like, I know this much is true, kind mm. of like it's just up there. Yeah. One of those things that sits with you that, like, I could watch again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All okay. right. Well, that's it. Look, that's it. It was great. Watch that. All the things were good. Yeah. I didn't really watch The Expanse, which I can't say too much about that. Well,
1: we didn't talk about them if we didn't think we were, they were good, usually. I try not to. Yeah.
0: What's the point? Yeah. I'm not going to just tear something
1: apart. You don't have something nice to say.
0: <laughs> I try to be a nice person. It doesn't yeah. always work, but yeah, I try. Yeah. Um I Okay. <laughs>
1: me to me.
0: <laughs> um, shout out.
1: mograf.com
0: MoGraph.com. Yeah. To the MoGraph guys. Yeah. You've, uh, you've been going on your... your you, what the hell is it called that everyone's doing now? Crypto art. Your crypto art.
1: Yeah I was uh I applied to one of the one of the um sites so we'll see what happens. I don't um,
0: understand any of it. Yeah it's
1: really com- I don't yeah. get any of it. Yeah it's a really complex thing but I uh, I understand it from a conceptual standpoint um a lot of the technical side I still haven't really like dived into yet like how to mint a you know piece of artwork and 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 all that stuff and I know like There's sites like Maker's Place that you can just you have to apply to and they have to accept you. But then there's other sites you can just put your stuff on. But then they don't accept cash; they just accept Ethereum. And so it's like this whole what? Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. My
0: brain just went. I'm just way too dense to to understand any of that.
1: So yeah, that's that's kind of like it's blowing up right now, and I think it's good because there's a lot of artists out there that are getting paid for art they made. Yeah, that's well, that's
0: always good. I don't understand any of it, but uh, yep. you know, hey, Mazel tov, Whatever yeah. does it for you, it's great. Um, yeah. So if you have a film or such type thing, and you know, you know the, you know, you know how this goes. Yeah. Just send it our way. Or shoot, shoot us an email, or just say hi. Or if you have a question, if you have any questions for us, yeah. If you're like, hey, why are you still on the air?
1: Yeah, the air. Yeah, on the air.
0: You know, in in the the why podcast are you still air. The air
1: in the on the interwebs.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is the equivalent to being on the air because nobody listens to the radio anymore. This is no. That's what took it but over. But it still
1: exists, which is weird, right?
0: Yeah, it does. Especially like, like this. who's paying for radio small ads? Small towns still have I like guess, their yeah. local radio stations and people I listen guess. to that.
1: I guess, yeah. That's I true. mean,
0: there's still old timers out there yeah. that are like a pod what? Is our, there an neighbor
1: alien in it? we the radio and we'll listen to like Magic 105 or whatever Do the they? hell. That neighbor we have that in the summer, he blasts his radio while he's working in his garage. Oh.
0: Oh, that guy. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he's the one who's keeping it alive. (laughs) Just him.
1: How do you even know how many people... How could you know that...
0: Who's tuning in? Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know how you even... Anyway, who cares? Maybe
0: it's like uh, the magic of the crypto stuff. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They just know. Just don't get it. Um, Yeah. So uh, next week, we're going to have a guest. We are. True. That's true. Nick Arioli. Uh-huh. He did a... an animation that you can find on youtube it's called coin operated so if you want to like check that out and then you can tune in and then you you know you feel kind of special because you're like oh i got a sneak peek of what's going on here and i know what this is about um it's really really cool animation so we're gonna be talking to him next week
1: yep Bye. bye